0: Hi there, everyone. I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I introduce you to amazing people that proudly call themselves Rotarians. Well, this week, because this podcast is going to be during the holiday season, I thought we'd talk about toys. Well, not really. I thought we'd talk about art. Well, not really. Oh, definitely. I thought we'd talk about some really cool instruments. Well, Can I say all the above? I think I will. Robin Ashfield is joining me today. And who is Robin? Well, first of all, he's not a Rotarian with the disclaimer yet. And we're going to talk about that. But what he is, is the founder of this amazing company called Percussion Play. Now, I fell in love with Percussion Play at our last convention in Houston. It's art that you can play like percussion. So does that make it a toy? Or are we finding out that sound, that's right, sound and rhythm can be healing? Hmm, lots to talk about. Toys, instruments, a Rotarian, not yet, percussion, play. Welcome to the conversation, everyone. I'm off to the UK to talk percussion play with its founder, Robin Ashfield. And as always, thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This week, I do not have a Rotarian on. That's right. It's my show. I can pick whoever I want on. However, Robin Ashfield is with me, and he is the founder of Percussion Play. Now, what is Percussion Play? Well, if you were in Houston this last June, you saw these amazing, playable pieces of art. And I'm going to let, you know, Robin explain much more than that, but they were beautiful, and they were brightly colored, and we had grown-ass Rotarians that couldn't keep their hands off of them, and what they are is um, things to add to our world and things to add to our parks, and I just loved them, so I decided I'm going to put them on the show, and they're coming. I'm talking all the way in the UK today in the Hampshire countryside, which sounds so lovely to say. Robin Ashfield, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Tell us all about percussion play.
1: Well, Gwen, thanks for inviting us. Um, we started this business about 12 years ago. I say we, that was my son and I.
0: The one with the uh, looks that you said the good, The
1: good-looking one, yeah. The good-looking yeah. one, okay. Uh, no, no, hang on, we no, are yeah, the you looking... the looking I'm the good-looking one. He's the brains. He's the brains.
0: Oh, thank God. Uh, okay, sorry and,
1: about uh, that. <laughs> and I'm pleased to announce that he had a baby, or his wife had a baby yesterday, so...
0: There um,
1: you go. Yeah, the family's growing, which is really
0: congratulations, exciting. Grandpa.
1: Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's hard, hard getting used to being called Grandpa, but I'm getting <laughs> pretty practised at it now. So, um, I think to tell you about percussion play, I might need to take you back to my childhood, uh, Please. where I found soccer much more interesting than piano lessons, and as a consequence, I emerged a spotty teenager with no musical ability or knowledge whatsoever. So, I love music, I love all genres of music, but I don't play anything. Mm. So, at the age of 60, how do I find myself the marketing director of a company that makes outdoor musical instruments? Um, and it's all to do with this thing called pentatonics. I don't know if you're familiar with pentatonics, but if you... No,
0: tell our listeners what pentatonics is. It sounds like a fabulous a cappella group is what it sounds It, it does, like.
1: doesn't it? I'm yes, afraid it's it nothing does. like that. <laughs> if you look at a piano keyboard, you've got white notes and black notes. Correct. That, that tuning is called chromatic. And if you have zero musical ability like me, it's very hard to make a decent sound with them. Mm. If you take away the black notes, the tuning is called diatonic. So that's do Re Mi Fa sol La Ti Do. Right. Still complicated to play anything like that, especially if you don't read music. If you take away, so that's C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and then back to C again. Right. If you take away the F and the B from that eight-note scale, yeah, you've got C, D, E, G, A, C. C. That's a pentatonic scale. And you can play those notes in any order that you like, and it will always sound good. So you know how wind chimes that you hang in the garden always sound nice and zenny and relaxing and don't sort of grate too much? That's because they're nearly all tuned pentatonically.
0: So it's always always music to the ear.
1: absolutely, Absolutely. Okay,
0: all right, I get it.
1: So that means anybody with zero musical ability can walk up to one of these pentatonic instruments hit the notes randomly in any order and it won't jar and it won't upset anybody adjacent to them. In fact, they'll actually start to really enjoy it because as long as they've got a little bit of rhythm and we've all got rhythm, then, then it will sound good. You won't recognise the tune, but it doesn't matter because you're having fun. You're being creative. You're producing
0: music. You're producing music. Yeah. And so this... So, did you do this because your your mom pastored you as a grown person that you didn't like music or you didn't take piano? I mean, it. Well, I still don't have the. I still don't have yeah. the link between us. A, okay. a let, well, let, let
1: me get to that. So, yeah, so, so yeah, so my previous business was designing and building children's playgrounds in uh-huh. the UK, and that was an award winning business, and it was very popular. And we had all sorts of good things going on, but I always felt that. Sensory gardens that we built a lot of lacked something when it came to sound.
0: And what is a sensory garden?
1: A sensory is- garden is a garden that you plant typically in a special needs school or an elementary school, sometimes in early years as well in kindergartens and nurseries. And you would plant so that you'd plant something like stachys, which is also known as rabbit's ear, so that when you touch it, it feels like a rabbit's ear.
0: Oh, you know? okay. So that,
1: that, that's the sense of touch. And then the smell is easy because you can plant rosemary and lavender, uh, um, except taste is easy because of course there's so many things you can taste. So smell, you know, th- th- all of these senses are quite easy, but when it gets to sound, that's quite difficult to plant for. You can plant bamboos and grasses and the wind will blow through them and make a little rustling noise. You can't really create a sound in a garden as such. So then we came across this idea of pentatonics and creating these durable outdoor instruments that could go into these sensory planters so that you had all of the senses around all of the time. And the first instruments were born, um, thanks largely to the good-looking member of my family, Jody, <laughs>
0: um,
1: who is a little bit of a genius when it comes to actually manufacturing and organising and running a business. I just talk a great job. Um, And we started making them. And we, being in the UK, we started selling them in the UK. And because I'd been in the playground industry, I had a lot of existing clients and contacts. So it was quite easy to get started. And they quickly became very, very popular. Um, And so we decided to look at the export market. And we now export to 62 countries around the world. Wow. Um, Our best export market is the USA that uh, accounts for about 50% of our turnover. And the wonderful thing about the States is that people have enough room to have these in their school playgrounds or um, senior centres or libraries. Libraries are a huge, huge market for us in the US because um, libraries have been fantastic. They've kind of reinvented themselves over the last few years. They're no longer just book lending resources. Right. They're resources where they're more like community centres where if you need a form, help filling in a form or... You need someone to talk to or yeah there are all sorts of reasons why you go to a library apart from borrowing a book now and so a lot of libraries are putting these outdoor musical instruments in their gardens and grounds and encouraging people to play them because they're multi-generational they can be enjoyed by little ones and they can be enjoyed by the elderly um we they, they go into in denmark for example um the majority of our business is with um, dementia and alzheimer's care and it's extraordinary some of the case studies and stories that we hear about the benefits of music that happen um, when you install these things in the garden. I mean, to go outside, if you're if you're elderly, um, to go outside, you're getting some fresh air, so we're getting some good old vitamin D.
0: Right.
1: You know, we're getting a bit of physiotherapy because we're moving our hands around. We're getting some mental stimulation. You know, all of these things are really positive things and it's something that everybody can engage in.
0: And do you think it's because, especially um, with the with the Alzheimer's patients, do you think it could be based off the scale? Because the scale always feels like All you're playing present. something, yeah. that it doesn't yeah. throw them off?
1: Absolutely. I think okay. so. I think it really encourages people. There's a, there's a fascinating organization in the U.S. called Alive Inside. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, you probably know about their work, but basically they take – iPods into dementia type centers put them on people's heads and they suddenly come alive again you know and their children you know who haven't spoken to mum or pop for you know 2 years are absolutely speechless when mum or dad start speaking as the music sort of goes along these neural pathways and um, and just brings them back to life for a, for a short space of time it's, it's extraordinary it's a phenomenal charity
0: so did you did you think the making of these of these, of of these, I guess, instruments is the best way to put it. Was, was that the mission? Did you have any idea that they were going to be used for this or because you were, because you designed playgrounds, you thought it would be another, Cool toy to add to a playground. Exactly. I I am that. I'm afraid
1: I am that shallow. It's exactly what I was doing. You know. That's okay be that shallow.
0: I got nothing. I got nothing against (laughs) the original idea of it. But has it been a little bit of a gobsmack to find out that so many people are using it in other ways?
1: uh, I mean, as as with the sort of the the longer we were around, the more that we learn. You know, we didn't know that we were going to be um, involved with Rotary International at all. Going along to. Uh, conventions. We didn't know we'd be working in libraries, veteran centers. We didn't know we would be working with special needs or al- Alzheimer's and dementia. That happened because this Danish social worker saw some of our stuff in Sedona and got in touch with us. And said, "I'd like to introduce us to Denmark," and he now does something like I don't know half a million dollars a year into Denmark just selling into these care homes. It's
0: quite what are
1: extraordinary.
0: these? What are these? What are these pieces of artwork? That's what I'll just call them. What are they made out of? Um
1: This is an interesting one. We call it aluminium. You call it aluminium.
0: Yeah, that's um, true. It's okay. Uh, my, for the you're... record, my my grandmother used to call it alu lid al- See, I can't even say it. <laughs> aluminium. But yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's got
1: an extra eye in it, you know, which I am. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> so they're made out of aluminium. They're made out of stainless steel. Um, uh GRP or fiberglass resin so everything that's basically everything that we manufacture has to have a significant warranty with it because it's going to be st- you know installed in the ground it's going to be concreted into the ground it's going to live there for the next 20 years so all of the stainless steel that we use is a marine grade stainless steel it's called 3- 316 and it uh, it's a sort of stainless steel that you would get on a speedboat that's an ocean going kind of craft Um, so that we know that it's going to be durable wherever it's installed around the world. Um, Because, of course, the thing is, is that it's got to be the best that it can possibly be, because if we're shipping to 62 countries, we don't want it coming back with warranty work. So we get very, very few issues because it's so well made and and so
0: tested, of course. So then it, you you make these they're beautiful bit and I and I have to say there are some that look like instruments and I mm-hmm. and I, I I ask all my listeners to go either check out the web, website or what I did today just for pure fun is I just googled percussion play forward slash rotary one found a whole bunch of great parks with your stuff in it but two yeah. some of them really look like flowers and yeah. so or or trumpets coming out of yeah. the ground and some yeah. of them actually look like instruments it that's obviously done on purpose but is there a real reason behind some looking like flowers and some actually looking like instruments
1: well they they all started off looking like instruments okay but, and then i think as time has gone by we realize that you shouldn't just be limited to creating a xylophone that looks like a xylophone you know why don't we make a xylophone you know that looks like a ladder you know um so it's been it's 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 having the freedom to be creative um we're just uh, in my in my garden which you would call a yard I'm sure outside um I've currently got three chimes uh, there's a new product that we're launching this year and they look like cattails uh, we call them bulrushes but they're That's absolutely be- they're absolutely beautiful so they're chimes but just the way that they're made and, and are assembled, they just look like these wonderful cattail chimes. And I've got them here so that I can photograph them by the pond and things like that and get my grandchildren to play them. So I've got a couple of photographs for the website and the brochure. Um, so I think it's just having the freedom to express yourself. One of the joys about having your own business is you can do whatever you like, of course, as long as Yeah, it's
0: or your own, own podcast. Thing. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 we're, birds, we're birds of a feather, Gwen, I think. Yeah, you go. <laughs> so um, another thing that we produced recently is musical stepping stones. And they're these wonderful... everything is mechanical. There's no electronics at all. Everything's completely mechanical. So these are squares that are about 15 inches square. They're set into the ground. You jump onto them and they play a chord. And I think we've got six different chords that this plays, And they are just so much fun. I don't know if so, you saw Okay,
0: them. wait, I got okay. So you, you I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you on that one. One, because I'm very intrigued and I can already see them at my house. But two, yeah, uh you're saying they're 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 not electronic. So yeah. how especially on a stepping stone, how do you get that chord then? How do you well, get I know, the sound? I,
1: I can't unless it's I a normally, trade
0: secret. I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: n I normally say I can't tell you that I'd have to kill you, but right. As, as I know you so well now, I think I I we can probably get away with it. Um, it's uh, the, the unit is about uh, eight inches deep, so it's like a box that goes in the ground. So the stepping God, stone no. is the surface bit, and there's a mechanism inside that when you step on it, it basically depresses another mechanism that pushes a button that slides a rod that, um, that rings a chime.
0: And I have to say that that is enough vagueness that Thank nobody's going to go in their garage now and go, ow! Ah! <laughs> totally know how to make that <laughs> now it's not that it's
1: not that easy do you remember so, do you remember the um, movie with tom hanks big yes where he goes into the store and dances on the piano
0: yes
1: yeah well that has always been i think one of my favorite movies because of that moment in time where he and the guy that owned the store were just they were they were years apart you know in age but as soon as they came together on that piano they were like the same age and yeah. I think that has always been a lot of my inspiration, really. So, we all mo- also made a piano. Well, theirs was electronic. Ours is, once again, a, me- a mechanical one. And uh, that plays two octaves. It's chromatic. So, white and black notes. And that goes in the ground and you just dance on that and play away.
0: Wow. So, okay. So, you didn't listen to mom, but you ended up being musical anyway yeah. because yeah. your first love was football. I'll say yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, is. Have you ever thought of making something like a, like a football, like a soccer ball that you could kick no. and play I, for the kids? I, and- I
1: think I grew out. I thought I grew out of soccer. It became, uh, it became too expensive for me. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I got, I got married and that took all of my fun time really. But you know, oh, <laughs> Well, that's
0: okay. And I, and I heard, I heard it uh, 40 years. That's, that's nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah. So what, so I, I've got a, few more questions about about the the art itself um yeah. so you don't it, it started off as a as a decoration it's yeah. turned into a, a phenomenon of how people with uh alzheimers i assume maybe something like ptsd any of these yeah. type of things have actually yeah. anxiety
1: been autism as, sorry to interrupt you but oh, we please. work so much with um, uh, kids and families and adults uh, living with autism. Um, it's always been an absolute fasc- uh, fascination of mine and I think it's something that it kind of, it's a condition that's growing in the world and um, a lot of parents, grandparents, kids, they just struggle with autism. It's it's a very, it can be a very isolating condition um, and we made Uh, In my previous business, we made a chair. This is really very interesting. We made a chair, a bit like the sort of Victorian kissing chair, you know, where one of your faces one way and the other faces the other. Right. You can can kind of be courting, but, you know, not too intimate.
0: Not too, right.
1: And we found that this was great for having a conversation with autistic kids because you were not eyeballing them. Mm. You You were not in their personal space. They had their own space. You had your space. And so you could be close to them, have a conversation without having that eye-to-eye conflict, which is such a big thing with kids with autism. And that was an incredibly successful uh, chair that I designed. Um, well, I designed it. It was designed in the Victorian times. So I just adapted it for right. uh, for use with kids. So we then built an instrument, which we call a duo. And similarly, it's got two different coloured notes, pink and silver, one person plays the pink notes and the other plays the silver notes, but they're on opposite sides. It's kind of S-shaped, and this works so well because of autism, because they have their own zone to play in, and nobody's in their personal space, and there's no eye contact with the person they're playing with, and it has just such phenomenal results. It's it's extraordinary.
0: So I have a, I have a question: Has there ever been a garden or playground? Use your use your noun, whichever you yeah. want to use. Yeah with a bunch of these or would that actually be maybe too stimulating does the ma- that make
1: the sense ma- the, the majority of areas that we create have at least three instruments in um we call them ensembles you know i mean sometimes we have pre-arranged ensembles that go together but sometimes people pick their own um and th- there are things that work very well together depending upon the location so if it's a public location we're more likely to recommend one where you don't have mallets to hit it you can just play them just with your hands
0: okay um,
1: uh, so it just depends on the location and the age of the the players um all sorts of different uh, installations but yeah certainly put them in groups they're always best
0: so i know you 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 were joking with me that you were a, a um um you know you're a businessman. I have no problem with you being a businessman. I'm a businessman too. But is there a businesswoman? Business person? Sorry, that's the new way of saying it. My bad. <laughs> you can send your hate mail to me later. Um, but I, I will have to say, now that you're you said you were almost retired or partially yeah. retired, or you're yeah. just hanging out doing podcasts this day. Um, Absolutely. um what what would be your end game now with these type of instruments? I mean, you, they've gone from you've got city parks where they're just a part of the park. You've got kids with autism or uh, older folks with Alzheimer's that are being used. What is what's your re, what's your amazing goal for this percussion play? What would you Keep really going. want?
1: Well, you know the the funny thing is, is that it's a big big world out there, and not everybody is aware of them. There are a lot of kids, particularly, who come from underprivileged families that don't have access to instruments in their home. And so, by putting these into sort of public spaces and parks, it gives everybody an opportunity. We say, therefore, everybody everywhere, and I absolutely mean that. So, I kind of, you know, our end goal is what we're doing, and we carry on doing, really. You know, that we found a real joy and happiness in, in creating this. We we don't do it for the cash anymore. Of course, it has to pay the bills and things like that. Right? But, I,
0: I know. I do love how everybody says that, but you can't exactly call the guy with the with the electricity and say, "I'm sorry, I'm feeling yeah. my passion right now." Was yeah, that good yeah. enough?
1: Well, you can you can try. You can, you right. can try.
0: Yeah.
1: But but my point my point is is that you know when I was a sort of young a younger man, you know, I had to do it to pay the bills. Right. I don't have to do that anymore. You know um and Jody doesn't have to when we are financially comfortable we could just close it all down and live the rest of our lives in a sailboat you know but actually every day that we do it it makes a difference to somebody and that gives me what I describe as the warm fuzzies mm. you know and mm-hmm. um, it's just that feeling some of the letters that we get in and some of the um the testimonials it just it just warms your heart you know and uh and I think that's one of the things I've enjoyed so much about working with Rotary is I said to you earlier, you know, I haven't met anyone at Rotary that I don't really like, you know, everybody seems to be going in the same direction. They all want to make the world a better place. And it kind of just fits in with the way that we think as well about making the world a better place, you know, bringing kids and the elderly together, you know, there's so many people who are elderly and lonely, you know, well, if they just in a park and they see these and they walk up to it and there's another one and somebody's playing that, they might just have a strike of a conversation with each other. Mm-hmm. There's so many social interaction opportunities when you put these pieces there. And because they always sound good, it's not going to upset anybody.
0: Well, and I did ask you that before we started recording. I was like, okay, I've had a long day at work and I come home and I live next to a park and there's something about... Uh, kids laughing that's never ever bothered me. I yeah. think it's fabulous. I think yeah. joy of kids expressing joy is never that's I can sleep through that. But what if somebody is hearing plankety plank 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 plank? plank. Uh, and again I go we've back already to that established
1: course. we've already yeah. established they don't go plankety plank plank because right. they're pentatonic. Yeah. So it's just like having a wind chime in your garden. I, but,
0: I think that's amazing. I do think but, that's amazing.
1: The other thing that we, um, that we do is when we make a recommendation to install somewhere, or whenever one of our representatives does, we pick appropriate instruments for the area. So some of them are quite quieter and some are louder. So everything we manufacture, we sound test. So we produce, we, we measure the decibels and we measure it at sort of 10 feet, 25 feet, 60 feet, 100 feet. You know, so that we know how loud it is going to be in that location. And so we wouldn't dream of putting anything in a residential area that's gonna upset anybody.
0: Well, that makes sense. So I do I and I and so I I suggest everybody go check out percussion play, but that's not the only reason why I brought Robin on. Um Because one thing I found out in Houston is that you have worked with Rotary for quite some time. Yes, see, there's a Rotary input here, people. There's a plug. I I made sure Um, that Rotarians and Rotary Rotary clubs have been buying these to add to the parks. Now, we're known for a lot of parks across the world. And you seem to be the hot ticket to add to a park. So what's it like working for Rotary? I with your rotary, not for, with, with rotary.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's just, it's almost like the ideal customer because we kind of fit, it kind of feels like we're all going in the same direction. Mm. Um, I, I've never met, a, I, this sounds somewhat sycophantic, but I've, I've never met a group of people that all appear to be going in the same direction, that just want to make the world a better place and have no apparent self interest. Um, and we do other trade shows, you know, we do education shows, we do museums, we do all sorts of different shows. And we almost all fight over who can go to Rotary because it is always... <laughs> everybody's paying to be there. They want to be there. A lot of the shows we do, people don't want to be there. They hate their boss and can't wait to get out, you know? Right. But everybody at Rotary, they want to be there, you know? And that makes such a difference. Um, and, and I mean, we, we made a policy decision four or five years ago that we would contribute to this by um, doing free shipping anywhere in the world now that can be quite an expensive thing you know it's like sort of you know i mean from for us to ship from the uk to the us normally is about 10 percent of the msrp of the products and we just say no we'll do that we will actually i mean it's not unlike a sort of a hidden discount because we don't do discounting right but we just say for rotary projects we just give it we, do, we ship it for nothing as our contribution and the, by the same in the same way that if someone is having a piece installed for a, as a memorial, um, mm-hmm. then we will engrave it for without charging. You know, you know, in loving memory of whoever passed away. You know, and uh, and we don't charge for that either because it's it's our contribution. It's not just about you know feeding the money monster. You know, we actually are passionate about what we do as well.
0: Well, and it does. It, I find that the money monster becomes a lot more giving when you do yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. Yeah. so yeah. Uh, roughly and i I won't hold you to this hardcore like this is how many but roughly how many rotary groups have you have you worked with doing um, percussion players? i don't know the
1: figure off the top of my head but i would say probably 30 or 40 in the last two years
0: wow okay all right yeah. and uh, i love uh, the idea of the memorial i think that's I I would hope that somebody would do I I I'd, I'd put one right in the middle of a cemetery just to lighten yeah. things up. Yeah,
1: well, they are, we have got we have got we have got them in cemeteries, but also there are so many benches in nice places now that the national parks and they you know, they don't want any more benches. You can't put another memorial bench there, you know. Um, so this is just a nice way of actually engraving something, you know, and putting it there in memory of you know Doris or Gladys or Mum or. Um, we, we did this job, a very sad story, in Calgary where five teenage children were stabbed to death a few years ago. Oh. And the community, it was horrible, um, And it was at a frat party. And the community raised a heck of a lot of money and we were able to sort of create a whole music park, um, you know, working with the architects and the parents of the kids as well. And all of these were engraved with the kids' favourite sayings and things. And, and I know it's been a real comfort to their parents
0: again, as we go back to going heading back to the whole music therapy part of percussion yeah. play. And so people can go there. So I, uh, I'm going to ask the question then, because I know people are listening and they're like, okay, how much does one of these things cost?
1: How much you got? <laughs>
0: how much you got? Okay. So you're willing. So, so my group I have 30 people in my group. Of course, yeah. I live very close to Seattle, where a Seattle Four is, and they have hundreds of people in their group. Yeah. So is it something that a smaller group?
1: Yes, absolutely. Can... Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think anything from probably uh, a thousand to 50,000.
0: Right. You know, so, so it's so, all, yeah. it's all so in it's how you thousand. do it.
1: You know, you don't get a lot for a thousand dollars, but you get, you know. But it, once again, it can be a project. It can be a three, four, five-year project. We're going to do a little bit this year, a little bit next year, a little bit the year after, and it's a nice ongoing thing, you know. Or it can be a huge project where where there's lots of people contributing to. A lot of Rotary groups um, have uh, are creating these parks um, uh, to commemorate their hundredth um, year of community service um it's a nice Ooh. it's a nice way of doing it you know and i can think of two or three recently that have done that to commemorate their 100th year
0: so then i got to get to the depressing right i've done i've done all the stuff this does i've done all the things i've even gotten to the price and now i'm going to go to what we talked about before we started and and thank you for hanging on thank you for telling us all about percussion play But you did say right off the bat, you're not a Rotarian. And I do want to change topics and talk about this for a sec while I still have you. And the first thing you said was, I'm not a Rotarian. Well, actually, the first thing you said was like-minded. I love Rotarians. (coughs) It's been so wonderful to work with Rotarians. Rotarians are great, but I'm not a Rotarian. And then you said, because nobody promotes it where I live.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So you true. said you live in the Hampshire Hampshire countryside, which sounds yeah. good. Yeah. I know for a fact there are quite a few rotary groups in the UK. And I'm sure you've seen the wheel. Um yeah. nobody has promoted it. What what would you like to see as far as us promoting to you?
1: Well. Meeting somebody that belongs to Rotary would be good, um, and striking up a conversation with them when you're walking the dog or having a pint in the pub or, or just in the shop. I don't know anyone that is a member of Rotary, and I'm no. I'm I'm like a sort of as a marketing person, I think I'm a prime victim actually. To I believe. was
0: going to say, if you want to come on over to Woodby Island, <laughs> I'd be happy to have you in my group. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know i mean my wife i say i'm my i'm semi retired my wife completely retired we're financially independent we've got time on our hands and, and we do stuff i mean we do we do things to make the world a better place and all of that in our own little way um but no one talks to us
0: hmm. so I,
1: I, can, I it might it might be englishness of course because the english are very reserved you know um
0: well that's what you know and that's what i'm i'm wondering because i can already hear Somebody out there going, well, you know, I mean, has he gone and looked up Rotary in his area? Has he yeah. gone and made the yeah. effort?
1: Yeah. So I have.
0: you have. We'll see. I have,
1: and go. it's not, it's not that easy to find. My other concern is that if I got involved with Rotary as a member of Rotary, there's always the question of conflict and self-interest in promoting something to Rotary that mm-hmm. I that I benefit from. And, and I think Jody and I both agree that one of the reasons why we, um, you know, why we sort of do all of this free shipping thing is because that really is a contribution to it. So I'm almost like a secret member. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. So you, you pay the dues in a different way. Yeah. Is it, so it isn't, you haven't joined Rotary because of um, all the fabulous things that it's an old boys club or yeah. that, It's religious. That's one of my personal favorites Uh, or that. So that's fascinating.
1: It's a good alternative to religion. I think I I, I have speculated that the reason why Rotary may be growing so well is because people are disenchanted with church.
0: Well, and that's very interesting. In fact, I just that's did an another interview. podcast. Well, and it, it actually was a couple days ago because I actually oh, wow. had uh, a couple Rotarians, proud Rotarians, and one is a deacon in the archdiocese, and the other one is an evangelical Lutheran minister. So Thank much you. like what you're saying, how do they come through the door yeah. and say if somebody says, "Hey, you know, Chris, how was work today?" Well, he can't say, well, the church, we had this, we had yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, it's like, how do you mix your vocation with you know. a totally vocation, strong social yeah. club that you're really yeah. not supposed to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> your vocation. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you're kind of saying the same thing that if you were a Rotarian, uh, you don't want to say, hey, you guys, percussion play.
1: Yeah.
0: This would be yeah. a great place for that yeah. because yeah. it would be weird.
1: Yeah, it would, and I say that is that sort of self interesting you know.
0: Mm. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think you may... I'm completely
1: if- open minded If anybody knows anybody in my area that would like to put them in touch with me, I'm completely open minded to talk to them about it. You know, I've got time on my hands, and... Uh, uh, I'm a little bit overweight. Can't do too much physical work anymore, but I talk a great story. Well, you know, you may be perfect.
0: You may be perfect for an e club. Then, you know, we do see ones if you if you can handle these Zoom calls. Then, uh, you know, that's not. So, you've worked with these percussion plays. We've done. You know, you're you're a wannabe rotarian, and I hope there's some rotarians that are listening to us right now. Hello, look this guy up. Uh, what is your closest town? Because I can already hear them saying that. Where okay. is the closest the ta- town the, that you The you're town
1: at? is called Peter's Field.
0: Peter's Field. Okay, yeah. that just sounds lovely. It sounds like Isn't it should it? be some lovely book that, you know, the great mystery of Peter's Field. <laughs> so percussion plays alive and well. You're yeah. almost retiring. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a, a sneak peek as one of your, one of your last questions of uh, – what what you what are you thinking of next you've got stairs you've got stepping stones you have flowers you have what 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 designs are next do you think oh, wow well, you can say that that your son won't yell at you uh he's not
1: here and uh so I haven't even told him that I'm doing this so there's a chance he might get away with it altogether. together uh, okay um uh we we we've um, developed this sort of range that is um Uh, inspired by nature so I told you about the cattail chimes and the flowers and we've got this drum that uh, um, has got sort of petals around it and it's called a well we call it Babel drum and you would call it Babel drum Um, but it's uh, it's a drum that's inspired by the story of the Tower of Babel and this drum has got six different uh, tongues on it each one is tuned pentatonically and differently so you can play this thing Uh, so that's part of the inspired by nature range We've got these liberty caps or liberty bells, we're calling them, which are um, musical mushrooms. That's that's going to be launched next month, actually. Um, uh,
0: that as the northwesterner in me, the cattails and the musical mushrooms and the stepping stones. Yeah. I may
1: yeah. Well, if you if you go to I mean if you go to um, Rotary International in Australia, you'll see both the cattail chimes and the mushroom bells there.
0: So our next uh rotary convention is yeah. in melbourne yeah and uh will we be able to see some actual that's, that's what I say. Play- Australia
1: yeah 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 okay. they'll be there yeah yeah
0: well, Australia's
1: a good market for us and we've got some good good friends there so yeah we'll be in melbourne and uh um come
0: play them uh, come play them absolutely. Well, Robin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know you're technically not a rotarian, but I'm going to put a very strong yet after that. Oh, I'm going come on, you guys. This is this is low hanging fruit, as it <laughs> says. And thank you for bringing this art slash therapy slash instrument into the world. Like I said, I couldn't keep my hands off of them in uh, Houston and I don't know, maybe my front yard needs to have some cattails. I have to see.
1: <laughs> yeah, you never. And um, listen, if I if I can if I can plug my business, please it, do. It's percussionplay.com. Even if you're not interested, please just guys have a look. We've got some fantastic white papers and case studies about this dementia work, about autism and we've got and these white papers are properly researched. They're not marketing material at all. They're just facts, facts, facts. And there are lots of videos there. There's a lovely video that we produced recently when we won the Queen's Award for Export, which is a very uh, exclusive uh, award that I think only like 30 companies in the UK got last year. I of something like 6 million. So, yeah. Bravo. Look at at percussionplay.com and just enjoy the videos on it. They're a lot of fun, actually.
0: And And, I would... Please, I'm sorry. And thanks for listening and
1: thanks for having me.
0: Of course, I would I would really ask it because we do have a lot of rotary groups and a lot of action groups that are working in Alzheimer's or in age or in autism. And I think something as easily as music and rhythm can be overlooked. So uh, I, I, I think this is something that could be magnificent if we thought about it in a, in a new way and not as a toy. But as uh, actual therapy, it could be magnificent. So uh, Robin, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. So I suppose I should get the disclaimer out of the way. Percussion play is not paying me to be on the podcast. As far as monies and advertising on the podcast, who knows? Someday. But as of Robin, as of right now, This was just a conversation. I think that autism and uh, Alzheimer's and some of these other things, some of these therapies that some of these beautiful percussion plays can help. Think about it. That's all I'm saying. Think about it. And my gosh, I said it low hanging fruit. If you can hear my voice, and if you are around the Hampshire area, you gotta look up Robin. You gotta look him up. Go to percussionplay.com and just send him a note saying, Yo, Robin, come to our Rotary Group. We'd love to have you. Come on, you guys. How many podcasts have I had about membership? There's a member just waiting right there. Go get him. Go. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Have a wonderful holiday season, uh, whether it's Kwanzaa or Christmas or Ramadan or Hanukkah or just the winter solstice. Go out and make it a wonderful, wonderful season. And uh, I'll be back very soon with another show. So until then, Take care of yourself and the world around you, and we'll hear you next time on the I'm Rotarian podcast. Have a wonderful week, holiday season, oh, and an early Happy New Year. Why not? Just dash that on top, too. Take care, everybody. We'll hear you real soon.